right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Friday edition of the From the Movies podcast. And today we are talking about actually, you know what? Uh, first, I want to say we're continuing. <laughs> we're continuing the month of Murray. Hashtag February Murray. And we're going to talk about uh, Life Aquatic. Um, the what? What's the full title? The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. All right. Um, <laughs> which I hold on. Is is this distorting? Can you hear me? How can you hear? Yeah, me? I can hear you good. Let me turn this down just a little bit because I think it might be distorting. Maybe I'm too close to it. Oh, well, here we are. This feels good. All right. So um, I had heard of this film. I didn't know anything about it. Um, I had seen the posters or whatever. Um, just like occasionally when I'm looking for a movie to watch. And, and I knew it had Bill Murray. So I had mild interest in it. But I didn't really know anything about it um, as far as what type of movie it was um or what to expect and i never even watched the trailer uh going in which is weird for me because usually if i don't know a movie i'll watch the trailer just to um get myself in the right mood for whatever i'm going to watch um that being said though i really really enjoyed this film and um there's a lot of nice surprises as far as actors that were in the film so that was really cool as well as um Afterwards, I did a little bit of looking up on Wikipedia, and apparently this is, um, I, I from what I saw on Wikipedia, Wes Anderson, the director, has now directed about nine film or ten films, Bill Murray being in nine of them, and Owen Wilson, who's in this film, was in a large amount of them as well. I knew uh, Wes Anderson because we had just talked about um, I, love uh, I Love Dogs. He had They have done that movie together. So I knew that, and then they had done a couple other ones that I haven't seen. But um, yeah, I, I remember I watched this movie not when it first came out. Uh, I want to say about ten or so years ago, I watched this movie, and I remembered it being really funny. So when I watched it now, it's basically the story of he is an aquatic uh, documentarian type of thing. And um, so in this movie, they start off with them showing a new, his newest movie is where his partner in the, that makes documentaries with him is eaten by like a, they say it's a leopard shark or a jaguar shark. And he's he announced that his next movie, they're going to be going to go get revenge on that shark and kill that shark. So it's basically that. But then you also have uh, Owen Wilson shows up and he goes, hey, you're my dad. Um and he's like, oh, I never uh, heard about you before. That's what he tells him at first. And it turns out he's uh, he he's like, I heard about you five years ago. I didn't want to look you up because I never wanted to be a father. And then he's like, yeah, I knew about you right away. Then it turns out later, he goes, yeah, I knew about you right away. Your mom told me. He's like, well, I, didn't, I never wanted to be a father, so I didn't want anything to do with you. So you had that side story along with them looking for this jaguar shark. So, um, so watching it. The basic premise of this movie i mean most people haven't watched this so it's not even entirely worth bringing up but if jonathan watches this review it'll be worth it but the basic premise of this movie reminds me a lot of um strange wilderness yeah um very similar to that but that this is a lot more dry humor significantly less to... of a stoner film but yeah either way it reminds me a lot of strange wilderness um yeah there are there is weed. There, he is smoking weed in this movie. If you have, right. if you didn't notice. I mean, I I had, but also like it's not. This isn't really like a stoner film. Yeah. Where Strange Wilderness is just a stoner film, straight up. 
But like, there's parts that are definitely like stoner moments because there's parts that are like super weird. Oh yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, watching it now compared to when I was younger, it's a lot slower than I remembered. Um, like it definitely felt like it was about two and a half hours. It could have been two and a half hours. I don't know. I'm guessing, but that's how long it felt. <laughs> and then, um, like especially like the later, like the at, near the end of the movie, I'm like, how are they gonna end this? I couldn't remember how it ended. I don't remember them ever advertising this movie. I just remembered watching it when I was younger, about high school age, and thinking Bill Murray was really funny in this movie. And that's why I was like, oh yeah, let's watch this again because I hadn't seen it in a couple of years. And Bill Murray, yeah, he's hilarious in this one. Uh, my favorite part is when the there's they're on their boat and they went in on in unprotected waters, and the whole crew told them not to. And he's like, no, it's quicker. We're gonna go that way instead of the long way around. And they end up getting uh, taken over by pirates, and Bill Murray gets mad and tells him to get off his boat. So uh, then after they kidnap his son, he like bites through his stuff and then starts shooting at the pirates <laughs> and like screaming, get off my boat. And it's like super funny to me. Like that part is like my favorite scene in the movie because of how funny it is. It's funny to see him mad. So <laughs> that's my favorite part of the movie. Um, yeah, I loved that scene. I felt like that entire scene um, came out of nowhere. Like I wasn't anticipating yeah. anything like that at all. And then um, that's why I like this. This movie's cool because there's like a a little bit of action. It is very slow paced, but also like you get this nice amount of comedy, a little bit of action, a little bit of romance, a little bit of father son um, family weird dynamic, where you can tell Bill Murray had no interest in never being a dad, but then he met his son at the right moment, and then wanted nothing more than to be a decent dad, but also still had that like inner struggle where he's like, I still don't want to be called a dad though. So call me something. I was, <laughs> was going to say, um, if you look at a lot of actors careers, especially comedians, they all have this one, they all have that one movie where they have like, they play the role of a father for like a child. And the majority of them are really good movies and have that really nice touching moment. And then if you look at Bill Murray's filmology, as far as I could tell, this is the only movie that actually has, because he never really did anything where he's working with a kid. Yeah. Uh, so this is like the closest thing you're going to get. And for the most part, it's lacking that touching father-son moment for that you're looking for in those type of movies because it sticks more of to the comedy and the adventure tiger hunting uh shark part except for then at near the end you get this uh spoiler near the end you get the scene where they're in, where they're in a helicopter and bill murray pulls out the letter that uh o, uh owen wilson had sent him as a kid and he said i kept the letter that you had sent me and then he reads it and he goes he goes i too wanted to breathe underwater because that, that's what he wrote in the letter. So that's that re a real nice moment. But then they end up crashing the helicopter and Owen Wilson died. So after that, I'm like, yeah, because he's my favorite character in the movie yeah. because he's relatable. Um, he's just trying to connect with his father. 
it makes it so that you're like, oh, okay, the my, your favorite character and the character that's most relatable is now gone. How are they going to end it? And it just the after that scene where they're like, okay, here's a movie where there is touching moments in the new documentary of them standing next to each other and sh- uh, having this father-son moments. But then you're like, well, when's this going to end? <laughs> he just like picks up some random kid outside the movie theater and puts him on his shoulders and walks away. I'm like, it's a weird ending. Um, I mean, that being said, because the whole father-son, or when Owen Wilson died, it felt like it was the end of the movie. And then all of a sudden yeah. I remembered like, oh yeah, they're looking for this shark. And then they go yeah. back out to look for the shark. And you're like, all right, well, this is, that wasn't the ending. This is the ending, which um, that like, uh, that's like a thing that happened a lot in the 90s with action films where you're like, oh, it's the end. And then there's like three more ends. But that's yeah, thought... weird in this film because um, I don't know, maybe maybe I was just ready for it to be done, but I thought it was the end and then it wasn't. So I don't know. It makes sense. Yeah. They still look for the shark, though. So well, that scene that you mentioned where they go into the submarine and they go down to the dark part of the ocean and they see these purple fish swim by. That part's really cool. I like it. It's visually appealing. And then when the shark swims up and they're all looking at it and they're like, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm just going to let it go. We're out of dynamite anyways. And like, it's a sad moment for him. Like he's crying because it's like him. He's saying goodbye to his best friend that the shark killed and his son that the shark killed. Uh, so it's like a sad moment. And then you see the shark swim away and fade, uh, fade to black in that screen, in the window. So I was like, oh, okay, so that would have been perfect to just roll credits right there in that small window. But then it kept going, like you said. And I was like, you could have ended it right there and it would have ended on a nice touching moment. The moment where he picks up that kid and puts him on his shoulders and just walks off. I'm like, I don't get what that's supposed to symbolize or if it's supposed to mean something. Because um, he had, I don't know the purpose of the kid thing, weird. but as far as like walking <laughs> off, it felt like, uh, he had been in quite the slump in his career, and then he was finally ending on a high note, because because like you could hear the applause and everything. Actually, everyone actually enjoyed his last uh, film here. So, um, the the kid thing was kind of weird, but also, I think it was a little bit of a callback to earlier in the film where he meets the kid. Kind of, but, but also like, it's not it's not as satisfying as it would have been if uh, they would have just rolled the credits right there when the shark swam away and he accepted. Uh, that his friend and son are dead and he, he, he the whole crew has that touching moment together where they all reach out and put their hand on him i think that um i mean even with the end scene how it is i think they could have kept it if instead of using like the kid they somehow had some sort of he had some sort of flashback to his son and then stood up and walked out to the crowd where he like somehow pulls out something from his pocket or something where he just like remembers his son um, that could have been a little bit more touching and satisfying of a moment than this kid who you've seen once in the film earlier and you don't really, it's it's likely most people wouldn't have remembered him. Yeah. I don't know. That's like my <laughs> only complaint about this movie is like the, how unsatisfying the ending was. Like if you would have, if they would have just changed it and just edited it to the uh, moment in the sub, that would have been such a, but like a such, like a better ending than what we got. I don't know, because, I mean, it would have been nice, but would it have felt incomplete if they ended it sooner? Maybe. No, because um, I remember if they did Owen Wilson's funeral before or after that, 
But if you did it after that, all you have to do is re-edit it and put they, it before. His funeral was before. Okay, so then, yeah. Yeah. No, you're good. You could well, edit it. Because they, like, Owen, Owen Wilson dies, and then they do his funeral, and I thought that was going to be the end of the film. And then they, like, play a song and everything. And I'm like, oh, this is it. And then all of a sudden, they're, like, looking for the shark still. I'm like, oh, yeah. never mind. They're back. <laughs> and then I looked, and there was, like, 15 minutes still in the film. I'm like, oh, all right. Here we go. <laughs> I know that Um, I really, like, I didn't like his uh, Je- uh Jeff Goldblum's character. I, but I did like it when he appeared on the screen because of how pissed off Bill Murray got every time he did. Like, his reaction to him, especially when uh, they're about to dump the body uh, of the pirate overboard. And then they go, oh, wait. And then Bill Murray turns around and uh, he gets pissed that he's there. And then it turns and shows that this big ship. Like, it, that, that part's so funny. And then, like, there's a bunch of other moments where, like, they go to rescue him. And they uh, kick in the, like, Bill Murray opens the door and you see it, Jeff Goldblum just sitting there playing cards with the pirates. And he goes, oh, are you here to rescue me? And he goes, I was. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Because then he just stands there, like, shooting at the pirates. Like, that, like, everybody's completely, like, missing each other. So it's, it's a pretty funny moment. Uh, I really enjoyed Jeff Goldblum in this movie. It's probably one of his better roles after Jurassic Park. Yeah, I was going to say, because once Jurassic World came out, everybody suddenly fell in love with Jeff Goldblum for whatever reason. And kind of just like remembering him from Jurassic Park. But if I'm honest, like his newer stuff, I don't really care for because he was in Ragnarok. I didn't really care for him. He came back for um, Fallen Kingdom. I didn't really care for him in that either. So if I'm honest, this is the most that I've liked him since the first Jurassic Park movie. Yes, because if you look at his for some reason people want him to be as weird as possible but in this movie he's not that I, he's I supposed like... to be the more of the serious um ocean explorer type of person compared to bill murray's i character. feel like how he was in the first Jurassic park compared to the second Jurassic park changed a lot and then how he was in the second Jurassic park to the to this movie changed a lot. And then from this movie to the new stuff he's doing, he's so drastically different from what he was 30 years ago. It's just, it's not for me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really liked him in this movie, but there's also like the, like you said, the cast of this movie was so good. Yeah. You got Dumbledore from Harry Potter. You got um, Bill Murray. Owen Wilson's good. You got uh, Green Goblins in here. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, it was funny seeing Green Goblin because we just talked about him last month with yeah. Aquaman. <laughs> I liked him in this movie. <laughs> um, his interactions with Owen Wilson are super funny. Like when he walks up and slaps him. And then uh, Owen Wilson's like, just wait, I'm going to kick your teeth in. <laughs> and then later, like, <laughs> later he wa- Owen Wilson walks up and slaps him. And he goes, what was that for? And he goes, I owed you. And he goes, no, you did it. You already warned me. He goes, take that as a warning he's like well now i owe you one he's like no you don't know or even and then he like runs away crying like their interactions with each other are like so funny uh like it's a small details like that that makes me really like uh wes anderson as a director for this movie and that's why I, when i suggested i love dogs i was expecting that type of comedy that type of humor because i know uh he has another movie with owen wilson i think uh, Bill Murray might be in it too. I haven't really seen the whole thing. 
called the Royal Tannenbaums. And I the mean, comedy Wes in that Anderson, movie is pretty similar. Wes Anderson only has one movie without Bill Murray. So I'm sure okay. Bill Murray's in it. <laughs> but um, like that movie is similar in comedy style from the, at least from the clips I've seen of it to this movie. That's why I was like, okay, Isle of Dogs is just going to be claymation, but still as funny, uh, still like a good story. That's why I was so disappointed with Isle of Dogs, especially if you go back and watch this movie and you see how like, because he wrote the story for this one along with somebody else, but it's so well done and so like keeps you like entertained. There's comedy, there's like heartfelt father-son moments. There's romance, like you said, between Owen Wilson and I can't remember her name. Uh, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. So there's there's uh, different aspects to this movie for everybody looking for different stuff that it's so entertaining, especially if you compare it to I Love Dogs. Um, one thing that was, I mean, because I really appreciate like well done indie films. And I thought yeah. this is, the, I don't know if this is an independent film or not, but it feels like one. Like it has that um, feel of like a quirky independent film that just happens to have a bigger budget or something and a lot of like bigger actors. Um, yeah, um, I almost, think he started off that way, and he just kept that style. Almost like what, uh, like Woody Woody Allen would do something, something kind of like that. But I, I really enjoyed that that quirkiness that it has. Um, but it, and as as far as I love dogs, I still think just the pacing they got wrong, like because I think they have a lot of good moments in that in that film. Um, but just pacing wise, there's a lot they could edit out and make it just flow better. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think this this definitely made me interested in whatever else, all of the other Wes Anderson movies, because I've looked them up and I, uh, I'm debating watching um, The Grand Buddhist Motel later. And uh, there was another one I was like, oh, I should check that out. Um, Fantastic Mr. Fox, I'm going to check out for sure. But, but also it was really cool seeing like early on in his uh, directing career. Uh, Wes Anderson was clearly already interested in stop motion because there's a lot of it in this film. So it was really cool. Yeah. Like, uh, most of the majority of the sea life is stop yeah. motion and it's done really well, especially um, if you look at the scene where he has the seahorse in a plastic bag and then it gets broke after a fight and he puts it in like the wine cup. And just walking away with it. It looks really good. Yeah. But there's other parts that you're like, okay, this clearly looks not like a real animal at all. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell that it's not real, but also like it looks really cool. There's like something special about practical effects and stop motion and claymation that uh, they do that are really well done here. That you, it's not the same if you're doing CGI. And if they had like CGI'd all of those uh, fish yeah. and everything, it just there's a certain quirkiness that wouldn't have been there that I really appreciated here. One scene that um, I thought was really done really well is when Owen Wilson uh, agrees to join uh, his crew. So Bill Murray explains to him the different compartments of their ship and where they got their ship from. And you see their ship and it's like cut open so that yeah. you can see like a sideways view of all the rooms i thought that scene was actually done really well especially if you compare it to later when they're going in that submarine to look for the jaguar shark they have the uh 
blue sparkly fish that they're dragging behind it. That looks awful. But then you also have scenes where, like I just mentioned, where, where they're showing the inside of the ship, and it looks so well done. Because I was, because what I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, did they actually cut open a ship like this and design it? And how big was the ship that they had to do that? Or did they just, like, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. How, but it looks really good. And the thing is, like, they, they use that multiple times throughout the film where they're walking through the ship and you kind of just see them going from room to room like that. And it looks yeah. really, really cool. Um, but also, like, that that's another thing that just, like, adds to the quirkiness. And the thing is about it is, um, like, that's cool, but unless it's well done, then you don't care. And everything yeah. in this movie is really, really well done. I was really impressed um, with the with the flow of the movie and everything and the pacing because if the pacing's off then you're just bored and then you end up with Isle of Dogs where you're like this is a little bit of a bummer because this looks cool and you got some good actors but the pacing sucks so I'm bored but the pacing in this one's really well done so you can appreciate everything um, the right amount yeah if you're looking for like a good funny dry humor Bill Murray movie similar to his comedy in Stripes but he's a little bit older now. So if you're looking for that, this is a perfect movie to watch. Yeah. I mean, this, for me, this came a little bit out of nowhere. Cause after the nineties, he kind of, I mean, as far as I'm, I'm aware, he kind of did like a lot of more serious films, yeah. which I haven't checked him out, but I've been like, it's like films that you're like, I'll get to those someday, but I haven't yet. So like this lost in translation, uh, broken flowers, um, all three of those came out roughly around the same time and i thought they were all like more serious films and i'm pretty sure he has a role in that super serious drama wild things he has a role also in the extremely serious very depressing film but also very good film garfield and garfield 2 tale of two kitties (laughs) but either way i I thought this was gonna be i thought this was gonna be a serious one and it obviously isn't but i it's a very nice surprise and very enjoyable so um i watched i finished it this morning and i already plan on re-watching it um as soon as i can because it's it's really good yeah all right well with that being said um make sure to tune in on tuesday we're going to continue our month of murray with the uh bill murray's hit favorite film i don't remember what we talked about what are we doing again what about bob what about Bob? All right. We're talking about What About Bob on Tuesday. Make sure to tune in. February Murray, hashtag month of Murray. Party on.